0: Welcome to A Sister and Her Mister, a podcast where we show you the real behind the scenes of how we balance the PCOS lifestyle in our marriage, gluten and dairy free. I'm Tallinn, your fellow sister and registered dietitian.
1: And I'm Sidok, husband, engineer, and PCOS personal trainer. We're gonna make PCOS a little less overwhelming and a lot more fun. Sister and sister. Sister,
0: mister. Sister Mister Sister, mister.
1: mister. <laughs> Welcome to episode seven, everybody.
0: Welcome.
1: Today, we're going to talk about why going gluten and dairy-free really helps with PCOS.
0: Yes, and why you should try it for at least four weeks to see if it can help transform your symptoms, too.
1: That's right. And Tan's going to talk about her sister.
0: My actual sister. That's right. Why
1: don't you tell them right now?
0: My sister, actual sister, S I S T E R. Arlene.
1: Not her Instagram sister. This is her real sister. They're the same person.
0: Yes. Arlene. Her name rhymes with my name, Tallinn. And um, she's actually getting off of the birth control pill. She got off as of today and is officially trying to rebalance her hormones naturally. Um, Eventually, she wants to have babies. Not soon, though. And she just wants to make sure that her hormones are balanced. Look at him. He's fixing my mic again. Anyways, so I gave her access to my course and she started with week one. So exciting. We went to the grocery store today. I showed it all on the stories. That
1: was Um, cool.
0: Yeah, we were. It was cute. We were shopping. We were going through the grocery list. She already had some stuff and, you know, it was easy because everything was set up like, you know, all of the produce in one section, all of the dairy in another. So as we were like roaming around, it was easy mm-hmm. to get everything at once. That's. Yeah, it was like a 30 minute escapade to get like a week's worth of groceries. And it was actually. Cheaper oh, you shop than... for the
1: whole week. That's yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: The whole week. So I'm excited. I'm going to show you guys um, show my sister's videos of her cooking and I'll go over to her house. She lives across the street and like help her. And this will be so fun to watch her on her journey of because she really wants to lose some weight. And Mm -hmm. it's been really hard for her because of birth control. And like I've seen her do everything she possibly could to lose weight, but the scale wouldn't budge. It was like so hard for her. Um, And I really think it's because of her hormones. So this is going to be great. She's going to get in control of her body and feel a lot better. And everyone we'll watch because yeah we're a public <laughs> about these things yeah and i
1: think your sister has tried doing like the other diets before like doing the yeah. keto diet which was a little Lots bit a cheese. little successful at yeah but i i don't think she's really tried going the gluten and dairy-free yeah. diet but she's I,
0: tried it just, yeah she felt yeah. good but she yeah. still couldn't lose weight mm-hmm. because i swear it's because of the birth control
1: yeah, so, birth control is tricky because doctors just push it to you when you're like 15 years old. You're just going into like puberty, into this, you know, like you're learning so much, and the doctors like Get, take this, and you trust him because oh, you're broken. Take yeah, this. but like you trust him because he's a doctor. You think oh he knows or he, she like you think they know Nobody exactly knows. what they're talking about, and you just trust them. You take it now, you're stuck with it for yeah. 10 years.
0: My sister took it for 14 years. And I remember the doctor just like handed it to her like, oh, OK, irregular periods. Here you go. Because she mm-hmm. has PCOS, too. Um, and she just like handed her birth control. And now 14 years later, she went to the same gyno and was like, OK, like I'm having trouble losing weight. I want to get off. Eventually, I want to have kids. And the gyno was like, well, your um, ovaries are probably not functioning anymore because of the birth control. So when you want to have kids, come back and we'll put you on all kinds of other medication. And my sister was so traumatized. Wasn't she the
1: same person that gave her the birth control? Yeah, I was like, so, "Don't you
0: have the audacity to like lay that on a patient?" Yeah. without warning them when mm-hmm. you're giving the pill to them, T- 14 years before, at 16 years old, of you course. give them no information. Yeah, 16 years later, they're like, "You might be your your ovaries are broken." So, okay, bye. <laughs> oh my god it's horrible it's okay though she'll be fine she's gonna take ovacetal she's gonna go gluten and dairy free and she will be totally fine in my hands so help me god
1: so the topic of today's podcast episode is going to be why going gluten and dairy free for pcos is really one of the best solutions you heard us talk about talk about it just earlier with Tali and her sister it's been really successful in Tali's path and now her sister's path that she's starting but like let's not even forget all the sisters that we've heard about from the sisterhood oh, yeah. and from like instagram and just like all around the world that's like really been having a success story with it so today we're, we're just going to really dig into like why like scientifically from like uh journals and um research articles Based off of studies why that is. Why going gluten and dairy free helps.
0: What the heck is going on when you eat gluten and dairy. And how is it even affecting your PCOS. Mm -hmm. So first it starts with inflammation. Yeah
1: that's the number one thing like period with anything with anything guys. Right. Is inflammation. Forget first of all let's just forget about PCOS. For a moment for this next minute forget about PCOS forget about gluten and dairy. What is inflammation Inflammation is the number one cause, basically, of disease, of death, of anything. Like, dementia. Yeah.
0: All of the things. PCOS.
1: Yeah, all of those bad things basically are caused by inflammation. And that's basically the underlying cause of death and aging. So, what is inflammation?
0: Mm-hmm. Inflammation is basically when your immune system is responding to like an invader, a foreign molecule that you're eating, or stress that's um, being caused in your body. Your adrenal yes. glands pumping stress hormones, and so these proteins and cytokines are released in your body to help you combat any inflam in anything that's causing stress in your body, and that inflammation happens, and that should go away. But if you're constantly eating inflammatory foods like gluten and dairy, then you're constantly inflamed. Then, when you're constantly inflamed, you get things like insulin resistance, thyroid issues. Mm-hmm. Like Sidak said, like all of these different diseases can develop because of constantly being in a state of inflammation. Yeah. So people who take supplements, people who change their diets and exercise and take care of themselves are less likely to develop these autoimmune issues because they're keeping their inflammation down
1: yeah so like certain things um for gluten and dairy like especially some like some uh, specific foods can really create inflammation in your body and like this episode like right now we're gonna really go into why gluten and dairy both trigger it trigger it
0: women with pcos have 96 percent higher c-reactive protein which is an inflammatory marker which means that, like, no, we are ninety six percent more inflamed. Like, that's I almost yeah
1: double. By the way, when they when you hear a hundred percent, that means double the normal population. So ninety six percent, you're almost double the likelihood of having inflammation uh, and inflammatory response. You're saying that's
0: right? a lot. I remember yeah. my numbers were like six times higher than they, what they should well, have there been. There you go. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So you were—that means you were six hundred percent.
0: Yeah, it more. was bad. Yeah, yeah I was really sucks. bloated and like swollen. You could just tell in my face, um, and the doctor said it was because I I was overweight. But women with PCOS can be lean too and still have inflammation. So it really doesn't have to like. It's not just in people who are overweight. Like it's for anyone with PCOS. Yeah. So. so-
1: and people used to think that was only because of being overweight, like that you would get all this inflammation. But now, the studies are showing that the high C-reactive protein is in women who are also lean and overweight. So both, exactly. both um, you know, both spectrums are suffering from this, you know, higher the higher Infl- C-reactive yeah. protein.
0: So that's the root issue. That's where it starts and then other things branch out. Yeah,
1: because the inflamed cells, they can... Make uh, insulin resistance a lot worse, Mm -hmm. and then all the PCOS um, symptoms get worse.
0: Exactly. So when you eat dairy, it's one of the. Yeah, let's start with dairy. Yeah, let's start with dairy. Dairy has insulin-like growth factor, which mimics insulin when you eat it, and then you have more insulin in your body, Mm -hmm. which bombards your cells, which are already inflamed and insulin resistant, makes it even worse. Causing more inflammation. Yeah. And so there you go. When you have insulin resistance, it's not so good for you.
1: Yeah. And then there's even a science behind it. So back in the 60s, when milk was being produced and people were drinking milk, it used to have what's called the A2 casein in it. This was a lot easier for people to digest and drink. However, they believe there was a genetic uh, mutation, maybe due to the you know gross, uh, mass production. Mm-hmm and now the cows today are producing a1 casein so the research s- shows the re- recent uh, studies show that this a1 casein creates a highly inflammatory reaction in the body and this can create a like result in many things like thyroid problems being overweight and like having like reaction through like acne and just like your, your insulin resistance is all over the place yeah. because like Talia mentioned, when you drink da- dairy, it's create it's creating this, uh, this higher insulin, insulin levels, yeah, yeah, in your body,
0: and then triggering higher testosterone, and then so goes the PCOS roller coaster. Yeah, so, so like
1: we we've heard a lot of people like who have a high uh, uh, negative reaction to dairy, and they have either thyroid issues or maybe like they they have a lot of acne, and even sometimes they just like they completely go off dairy and all of those things just disappear and like these are just anecdotal stories but we even have like re- research studies showing like why dairy and inflammation like they go correlate hand in
0: hand yeah so many people see so, so good so such good results in their skin when they cut out dairy it's incredible mm-hmm. and then what were you telling me about gluten earlier and oh, how yeah. like the the molecule has changed from- yeah
1: so like like we mentioned with dairy like the A2 and the A1 casing with gluten. So like this also links to mass production. So back back in the days when they were doing you know a lot of farming, it wasn't this higher po- population that we have today. So the wheat stalks, they were a, lot, a little bit weaker, n- not as tall, you know, they didn't produce as much um, you know, wheat. However, today through a genetic mutation, they've made these stalks so much stronger, taller, and they're not affected so that they don't get affected by weather and you know bad conditions so what does this do though like the stronger wheat our bodies have not evolved have not you know adapted fast enough mm-hmm. to digest this you know it takes hundreds of thousands and thousands maybe millions of years for your body to adapt and get used to a certain environmental changes so when you all of a sudden you know, change what wheat is like and your body is not able to digest it, then, you know, like, it, it's not able to digest it and it causes inflammation. Your body thinks that there's a foreign body attacking it mm-hmm. while you're trying to digest, like, bread, basically. Right. So, like, obviously, it's not that, it's not as exaggerated maybe when you're eating certain things, but some, uh, some foods really... like with gluten really cause inflammation
0: yeah and some people have worse worse reactions than others
1: Mm -hmm. like
0: not everyone is gluten sensitive of course but you would never know that until you cut it out for four weeks at least to see what your reaction is yeah then you'll know if you're sensitive and Basically, when you're eating it, it releases this hormone called zonulin Mm -hmm. and that like opens up the junctions that hold your stomach together and lets out like particles and proteins into your bloodstream that cause chronic inflammation. And then here we go again on this like Ferris wheel of inflammation that like leads to insulin resistance and like all of the other issues with PCOS. And not to mention like bloating. Oh my gosh, the worst, one of the worst symptoms and- uh, for women with PCOS It's like being feeling like your gut is just like Bloated and like mm-hmm. hanging out And then fatigue as well
1: Yeah, you know what's funny? So, so well, two things I was going to say One of them, yesterday I felt really bloated And one thing me and Talia have talked about it, This just came to my mind right now One thing me and i have been talking about Is like I'm actually gluten and dairy free Like 90 to 95% of the time You know, obviously I don't have PCOS But through being with Tallinn. I don't and, have and like without even trying, I'm um, gluten dairy free. However, yesterday at work, they brought in lunch for this uh meeting we had, and they brought in like these like uh, chicken burritos. Like and it was actually looked pretty healthy. It was from El Pollo Loco, and it was you know catered and. It was good, but the bread was gluten. And I wonder if that's why I was bloated. I mean, I I didn't
0: want to say anything, but.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I actually noticed today. Oh, you're not bloated like yesterday. I was like, yeah. You
0: look different. Yeah. After like digesting it. But you were a bit bloated yesterday. Yeah, that could be it. That's crazy because now it's been like seven months that we've been married and you've been eating fully gluten and dairy free, except like the occasional sandwich Mm -hmm. with your own bread.
1: Yeah. With the sourdough bread. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The other thing I was going to say is, and this is where I guess GMOs and just this mass production can get dangerous is it really helps, obviously, when you have such a large population, like not just in America, but everywhere around the world, Mm -hmm. you have to like do things to food to help make sure you feed, yeah, yeah, to feed people. And, but that also comes with negative side effects, like with, like we mentioned with, with wheat and with cows and with milk and, you know, even meat these days, like, like you should be eating meat. It's as very important. Um, uh, yeah, someone things in it, asked
0: but us about vegan. Sorry if you were going down that conversation. But well, I, I do not want to get started
1: vegan. because that's a whole other topic. But yeah, like well, you should be throw eating it meat. In. Well, yeah, like th- there's like a whole debate about why like or going uh, going vegan and See why.
0: C-Duck's very opinionated about vegan. Yeah, no, I am, but like <laughs> I, am I, I won't too. be
1: too vocal about it right now. But like number one, you should eat meat, and you can't replace the protein you get from meat because meat provides the, a complete like amino acid profile that you don't get from, you know, vegetables. Like even if you That's eat true. all the vegetables you want and match the protein gram amount, you're still not going to get the same amino acid profile, no matter what you do. And what are amino acids? That's the essential building blocks of protein, which is muscle and everything, the cells in your body. So if you not if you don't have the everything you need to build the essential building blocks of your life, do you think
0: going vegan is a good idea yeah or you think you're going to be
1: working at the most efficient manner no you're not
0: there are some grains and food combinations that provide enough of the amino acids you need but so quinoa is one of them but it's a carb like with PCOS, you can't just be eating only carbs Mm -hmm. even if it's a high protein carb like the ratio is off for a lot of people and then it makes it so much harder to lose weight yeah. i've had so many clients well like a handful of clients that chose to be vegan i said okay you want to do it there's nothing i can do about it you've been vegan your whole life but now we have to meticulously monitor how much of everything that you're eating because carbs are such an issue with going vegan
1: true yeah a, lo- a lot of times they will replace yeah. you know like and- a protein meal with basically carbs and but the thing is like i understand why like a part of being vegan is healthy because you're eating a lot of vegetables. You're getting a lot of, you know, good fiber. Yeah. And I don't think that you should be eating dominantly meat. And you don't think that this either. We What, what we think is you should eat a balanced diet, meat and vegetables, you know. No one's saying go ahead and do the carnivore diet or anything like yeah. that. Just be balanced. And that's like really the most important thing. We're, we've been, we've been, our humans are basically <laughs> omnivores, right? Mm-hmm, exactly. We eat both things. And that's just how we become... Today and I think and like the whole thing I said about the proteins not being equal like it's not just that like there's a lot of different you know things that it's just just because you match it by eating a vegetable doesn't mean you get the same content.
0: Yeah, it's hard to create the same amino acid profile that meat has when you're eating. And you could replace
1: it, but like now, like to do it right, you have to also replace B12. So you need to get yeah. either a B12 shot or like take, take the supplement. So now yeah. you're talking about all these supplements you have to take. So because I thought this the- whole thing was about being natural and yeah. stuff. You're not being natural if you have to take all these supplements. Are you telling me back in the days when you're saying people used to be vegan, we just take supplements? No, like yeah, there's a reason why we ate meat is and we evolved exactly. to be like this.
0: Exactly. I don't recommend it for PCOS, but for some people it's worked for them. And so go ahead and there's other diets that have worked for some people that I also don't agree with because they're not sustainable like whole 30 or keto and that's why going gluten and dairy free I feel like is one of the best routes yeah. because it first of all it targets everything it needs to target that that's an issue for women mm-hmm. with PCOS and second of all it's easier to follow because it's it turns into a lifestyle like ask anyone that has gone gluten and dairy free for enough time to get used to it like maybe a month they feel better they don't care that they're missing out on some dairy some gluten mm-hmm. cake ice cream whatever because they feel so good and it's just not worth it anymore and yeah. so then it's just i've done it for like seven years no more than seven. i've done it for like 10 years now and i can't even tell the difference
1: it's yeah. fine you know and and like when you do a keto diet or any of these like Atkins, like these, these things are, I know like people say fad fat, obviously you could like the keto diet and it could be really good for you for like four or five months and lose a lot of weight. Yeah. That's not a fad. You really made a change. Good for you. However, can you do this for the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. Is this something sustainable? Probably not because you want to enjoy a pizza once in a while, or you want to eat this or that. Well, gluten and dairy free is a lot different than that because gluten and dairy free is a lifestyle change. You yeah. can still enjoy many of the things you enjoy today. You just have to replace create some of the versions. ingredients. Yeah, yeah. You, you create new versions, you have fun with it. And you know you just maintain to it 95 99% of the time yeah. for the rest of your life. It's a lifestyle change and like you'll be happy by it so that you don't you're not going to feel like you have to go back. Like I don't think I've heard tiny one day tell me, "Oh my god, I'm craving a pizza Never. right now." Never because she enjoys what she eats and she enjoys her uh, body like the way it feels
0: i it's like you i remember when i had pcos and how like you said your body doesn't feel good like all the time it doesn't feel Mm -hmm. good you feel inflamed fatigued um bloated um you don't know what to eat because your weight is so out of control like even when you're eating healthy it's out of control yeah and it it just like overall is all you think about like your weight what are you eating what are you doing my hormones Mm -hmm. like that's all you think about for a long time for like years until you figure out what will work for balancing your hormones and for me and many other women it's been going gluten and dairy free Mm -hmm. and now i i don't think about my weight at all i like never weigh myself i feel fine my mood is fine my skin is fine
1: I really agree. It's like
0: not even there anymore.
1: I really like that you don't look at the scale because I never look at the scale either. And the reason why is you don't need to look at this number. You don't and, need to look yeah. at a number and judge yourself by this number. Yeah. First of all, that that number and, can be deceptive. It can be you can be yeah. working out, building muscle, looking great. However, the number is maybe it looks the same because you're getting rid of all this fat. You don't know that maybe replacing fat. With yeah, like muscle weighs uh, heavier than fat. So when you're replacing fat with muscle you might it might still show the same number like you don't have to let the scale get in the way
0: yeah don't let it determine your mood Mm -hmm. it's so hard but like some people are you know sisters we're weighing ourselves all the time desperately trying to lose weight and it just ruins your mood and one of the best advice pieces of advice i can have for you is that like during this journey of losing weight Don't ever feel, try as hard as possible to fill yourself up with positive thoughts and positive body image. And even when you look in the mirror, just like throw the positive comments around because Mm -hmm. if you are speaking negatively to yourself, how are you going to continue doing this? Like somebody uh, messaged in the sisterhood where you can find more support and she said, I was doing the workouts and I was looking at myself in the mirror and I felt like, Oh, like these, this is never going to work for you. Nothing ever works for you. Oh. You're just like, you're always yeah. going to be this way. Like, why are you even trying? Mm-hmm. I totally get that because you can be try with PCS. You try so hard, nothing happens, but like, Try to get out of that mindset and yeah. start thinking like I'm ju- I'm doing my best. Like if this doesn't work, I'm gonna try something else. Like let's go gluten and dairy free. Let's try something new. Maybe this will work. Yeah. Like the fact positive, that you're trying, open minded. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's the number one culture thing in, at the gym is when you see somebody trying, just being inside the gym, you give them number one respect. Nobody ever thinks anything of you. Just know yeah. that at the gym, anywhere like that, we give you number one respect for trying. So exactly. and and here too, just try your best and that's all that matters and
0: focus on feeling good like you did the workout you feel strong maybe you didn't lose 10 pounds after one workout fine but like you feel good your mind is getting clearer you're less fatigued you're um you're eating well and people are enjoying the foods you're eating just like keep the positivity going and don't fixate on the scale and don't fixate on that you're not the ideal weight that you want to be yet and your doctor's saying go lose weight and all of this just forget all of that negativity yeah. and be open minded and try something new going gluten and dairy free.
1: Mhm. Do we talk about leptin?
0: Leptin. We didn't talk about that yet. So
1: to close off um, the gluten, gluten portion. Topic. So leptin is your fat thermostat. Yes. It tells your body how much fat you have and it says, okay, let's speed up the metabolism or let's slow it down. Yeah, depending on how
0: much fats in your bloodstream. Yeah,
1: but what gluten does is it reduces that fat thermostat by like 50%. So now like your body is not able to adjust its metabolism and therefore it's not uh, spending the calories or the energy efficiently. So maybe you're now left... Holding that weight, or holding that, holding that um, food in your body.
0: Yeah, exactly. Great summary,
1: babe. <laughs> I, I mean, I was waiting for you to like add another two in there.
0: No, no, you know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> it's your fat thermostat.
1: Yes. And speaking of that, will This won't be the only episode we'll talk about gluten and dairy. This mm-hmm. is just the first one, but you know, in the future we'll have many episodes every every a couple of months just to like give you a, you know a brief overview overview give you more research because like th- this is like changing more and more like it's it used to be that this this re- uh, gluten and dairy research wasn't that prominent maybe like 10 20 years ago but now like we're hearing a lot of sisters tell us that their doctors and like their their obgyns like they're telling them oh like yeah actually going gluten and dairy yeah. might be able to help you and like yeah we're really starting to hear these
0: endocrinologists thyroid yeah. doctors M-
1: even the the live the other day i think um yeah somebody from canada either vancouver or toronto they said their their doctor uh, was promoting the uh, going gluten and dairy free for pcos and then we shouted them out the doctor's name oh good so Mm -hmm. hopefully whoever's in that area they they heard that they heard that ig live and they can get that name
0: it's amazing how it's spreading and I'm so happy, and that's why if you don't like your doctor, find a new one because there's certainly someone out yeah. there that understands don't get what's stuck. happening.
1: Yeah, don't get stuck yeah. with a bad doctor. Like, just go find the doctor that works for you. Obviously, don't just find a doctor that is going to tell you what you want to hear, but find a doctor that has an open mind about solving your PCOS.
0: Yes, Amen. So, some of the more common questions I get about going gluten and dairy free is, um, you know, is gluten sensitivity a real thing? Like, how do I know if I'm gluten sensitive? What's, you know, what's the difference mm-hmm. between celiac and gluten sensitivity? And the thing is, celiac disease is an autoimmune disease and gluten sensitivity means like inflammation is going on in your body. And so these are two different things. And people react to alpha gliadin when they are tested for celiac disease. But that's not the only thing that needs to be tested when you're testing for gluten sensitivity. There's other proteins in gluten that can be tested. And you can, de- you can get a Cyrex Array 3 test and that's like $300 or something. But mm. And you can test for like all the different proteins in gluten. But I would rather just go gluten and dairy free for four weeks and like see what happens and lose yeah. some weight and just like it's free. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't yeah, need to uh, take a test.
1: Totally. Yeah, these tests are available. They're they're a little bit expensive, but they're available if you want to really like check out officially how your body is and if if you're maybe have celiac disease. But like Tommy mentioned, going like changing your diet a little bit, your lifestyle a little bit, just it goes a long way before you have to like stick a needle in your body and test for Yeah. Something like But I do think in the long term probably testing for something like this and just checking off a box it could be fun help, i wish yeah. i
0: did that just to see how sensitive yeah. i was but now it's too late i think like because i've been gluten free i don't think it'll um show any inflammation well
1: that goes into our next question like can i another pr- um prominent question is can i make myself gluten intolerant by cutting it out no nope. and i don't think so it may you know cause you to, to feel bloated but that, that's because you've been bloated before you just didn't feel it because you're so used to that bloated feeling from eating gluten all the time Mm -hmm. you know but then you cut it out that feeling goes away and then you eat it that feeling comes back and you're like wait what's this feeling about so that's the only thing is you're going to feel those things that you ignored in the past
0: exactly there's no scientific evidence that you can make yourself gluten sensitive by cutting it out
1: yeah of course yeah all right, and a good book for people like that are really interested in like the research behind all this and like really want to get into it is called Grain Brain: The Surprising Truth. Wait, I should start that again. Grain Maybe? Brain: The Surprising Truth About Wheat, Carbs, and Sugar: Your Brain's Silent Killers. <gasps> sounds like a good book. <laughs>
0: I know it sounds interesting. This is a quote from the book.
1: Oh, you want me to read it? Sure. Okay, the quote from the book is. Over the last 40 years, people have become addicted to gluten. Perlmutter's narrative goes, In combination with carbs, gluten's influence on our diets explains why we get (laughs) dementia.
0: (laughs) Dementia.
1: I just said (laughs) (laughs) dementia. Dementia. Okay, let me start that sentence again. In combination with carbs, gluten's influence on our diets explains why we get dementia and every other common neurologic problem. Inflammation is the cornerstone of Alzheimer's disease and Parkinson's. Multiple sclerosis. All of the neurodegenerative diseases are really predicated on inflammation. Who knew? Wow. First of all, who knew it was so hard for me to read? I'm actually (laughs) a really good reader, and it was just hard. (laughs) But, like, we just talked about this earlier. The inflammation causing pretty much every like all these negative things in the body, Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis—ugh. So that's why we want to reduce inflammation and like having one
0: way is going gluten and dairy. That food. is
1: right. And that's something you're going to have every day. Imagine you reduce that, you cut that out and the, the, the impact it can have. Also, the, uh, speaking of research, one, uh, Scientist, I would really like to promote. Mm. Her name is Doctor uh, Rhonda Patrick, yes. and she's actually one of the per- the people that I was following before I met before I met Talin, mm-hmm. who promoted uh, going gluten and dairy free, and it wasn't about PCOS. That's why I was like really into it. And when I met Tallin it was like, oh wow. So she really uh, provides a lot of research, and she does some of this research herself, and her website and i'm sure if you just google it google her name and put gluten dairy, you'll be able to find a lot of stuff so we're not linked to her in any way i just personally like her a lot
0: she's awesome everything she talks about is so interesting
1: yeah
0: her youtube channel yeah i think she has a youtube channel too
1: yeah and we also want to mention the win win of the week There are many wins, many sisters who do great. But so many we like to DMs. pick one so that, that we that we can yes. shout out on the podcast, telling you want to shout her out.
0: Sure, Jerry Custode from the Sisterhood. She was also featured on Friday in the Sisterhood for her accomplishments. Yeah, we like to feature our sisters in there, um, and she says. So she posted her before and after, and we, you know, put a little article together for her mm-hmm. she says i really don't enjoy sharing the picture on the left but here is my progress i started my P2S journey with taline in september 2019 after being miserable at my heaviest weight in april 2019 since september i am down about 12 pounds and seven inches no longer bloated and my acne is way more under control Future picks coming. I'm still not 100% gluten and dairy free, but I'm taking all the necessary steps and vitamins. So I can't wait to see the results when I am 100% on track with everything. Some inspo for my other sisters is this. It just takes time. Don't give up. Then. So love this message. It Yeah, it takes time. Don't give up. I Sharon, just wanna, oh, mm-hmm.
1: just want to say. To all due respect, Talia, I think, Jerry, you look hot in both pictures. Yes. So you look keep great. it going. Good job. <laughs>
0: um. So then a sister messaged her back. I mean, messaged this article and started a conversation. She said, Sharon Shope, she says, I'm so proud of you. I have been in a rut this week. The numbers on the scale aren't moving in the direction that I want them to be moving. But my tummy is looking flatter than it has in weeks. I truly needed your post. Heart. Amazing. So jerry responded to this and i really want everyone to listen to this i thought it was great advice she says that's why i like to do measurements too a small tape measure on amazon is inexpensive and you can have a friend or husband help you my scale usually barely moved until now so it barely moved so this So seeing the inches move definitely helps. I was actually the same weight I am now two years ago, but five more inches packed on. Mm. So it's definitely not about the number because muscle weighs more than fat. Yeah, exactly. And not just that, it's not about that. It's also, especially in the beginning, a lot of sisters lose weight quickly, especially in the beginning. But some sisters don't see the scale move, but they see their they, they're losing inches. They're like, my mm-hmm. stomach feels flatter, my skin, this and that, but the mm-hmm. scale, the scale, the scale. And the thing is, that means that you're doing something great for your hormones and your inflammation is really going down. And if you hang in there, like she says, until now, she says she didn't see the scale move. The scale will start moving like this before and after picture looks like she lost way more than 12 pounds. But she's saying she only lost I mean, not only, but like she lost 12 pounds. It looks way more than that yeah. because it's a lot of inflammation and then muscle.
1: Your body is retaining a lot of water sometimes to fight this inflammation. Mm-hmm. So. You can just, like, look a little bit bloated, like Talia mentioned, just because of it. So, I mean, good job, Jerry. I think we can all look at you for inspiration. Yes. Not just for, honestly, losing weight. Because you, like, you tried this going gluten and dairy-free. It's something new to you. And, yeah, you know, you saw results. So exactly. So, g- great job. And we got one more submission from Instagram that we're going to read. This one is from Julian Jasmine 19. Thank you for your comment. This one says... I have followed your suggestions for almost a month now and I got my period in the first month. It's been 5 years that I've had periods only once every 3 months but this gluten and dairy free diet plus low intensity workouts have worked wonders for me. I have also lost 9 pounds in this month alone. Just wanted to thank you for all the work you are doing. Before your suggestions, I was doing high intensity workouts at the gym for almost 5 months and didn't lose any weight. I almost took a three to four month break from my job and moving home because I felt so helpless. But then I stumbled upon your page and I thought of giving it a last try and it worked. Thank you for spreading the right knowledge for PCOS. Wow.
0: Amazing.
1: Amazing. That those last bit of couple sentences like really really hits home because like she was on her last like step, and she said, "I stumbled upon your page and thought of giving it a last try. That last try really we speaks really, to people. We caught probably. her at the right time. Yeah, because so many people are like are at that stage where they tried so many things, like making this change, doing this, and now they're just like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go to the doctor and just go on the pill or do whatever he says. Yeah. I've tried everything else, and just her trying this, going gluten dairy free, and it really worked for her." like that's amazing
0: yeah and she was working she says high intensity workouts yeah at the gym for almost five months and mm-hmm. didn't lose any weight
1: yeah see like that's the thing we've been talking about on on the instagram and like trying to show videos that like that's not productive for pcos do you don't have to do that
0: seriously yeah. unchain yourself from the treadmill my favorite quote
1: that's true yeah and <laughs> It's, it's great that you mm. tried the slow workouts and now you're able to, like, basically lose weight. So great job. Mm-hmm. And, that, uh, and b- before we close off this episode, too, we should just mention, like, just related to this comment. The current course we're providing has low-intensity workouts that are basically designed for PCOS so that you aren't, you know, uh, ramping up your st- stress hormones, your cortisol levels, and you're yeah. basically able to reduce the stress in your body.
0: Yeah. I mean, along with going gluten and dairy-free, which yeah. also reduces stress in your body because inflammation is stress, your workouts can also produce stress. And so it seems like this uh, fellow sister who was working out, like she says, high-intensity workouts f- um, for almost five months and didn't lose any weight clearly had a lot of stress in her body. And so yeah. these low-intensity workouts that we have in the course are just doing incredible... Mm-hmm. Wonders to your hormones.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure many of you are like saying, "How do I start? I don't know how to like what, num- what, how much should I do?" That's the thing. Like we've kind of given you the numbers, everything. How many times a week you're going to work out at home? You could do it at the gym too if you want, but we've designed it so that it's perfectly suitable for home, and we tell you how many sets, how many reps. And how to do it with instruction videos of me showing Tallinn So that you can basically picture yourself learning with her. Mm -hmm. And that's really the thing we want to teach you. We don't want to just show you. And that's where I believe this course really can can help you. And along with the workout, time can kind of explain. We have a whole meal plan.
0: Exactly. There's a four-week meal prep program to help you figure out I mean to follow you don't have to figure anything out just follow the grocery list and mm-hmm. the meal plan and you'll save so much time and so much money on buying gluten and dairy free foods instead of buying like these specialty foods you're cooking from home gluten and dairy free mm-hmm. by using you know whole foods and it's just a step by step plan with video tutorials that really helps you dive into the gluten and dairy free diet without feeling intimidated if you don't know how to eat gluten and dairy-free if you don't know how to cook i show you exactly how and it's all step by step just like the workouts as well so if you're overwhelmed and you know you're like this fellow sister who is at her like last step she doesn't know what she's gonna do next she's Mm -hmm. you know nothing has worked and she doesn't want to try anymore if you can relate to that, then I highly encourage you to just try this one last thing and yeah. go gluten and dairy-free and change up your workouts because yeah. it's been incredible for so many sisters.
1: That's right. Yeah. So if you want more information, check out Tyne's Instagram page. It's also, the there's a link in the description of this podcast episode. But yeah, Tyne and me, we are at a sister and her mister and at loss. You can also always visit our website, PCOSWeightLoss.org. Yes. And thank you for listening to this episode. We'll be back next week with episode eight.
0: Can't wait. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to check out our upcoming course, Meal Prep and Workout for PCOS Weight Loss. We've got four weeks worth of video content that will help you learn to cook our quick gluten and dairy-free recipes and also feel great with our PCOS-friendly workouts. Learn to live the PCOS lifestyle and lose weight with our guidance and help. Link in the description.